0: Well, good morning, church family. Here we find ourselves on another Sunday as we're closing out the uh, end of May on May 31st of 2020. And today we're going to continue on our study of the attributes of God for the adult Sunday school class as we take a look at God's faithfulness part two. And uh, before we do, let's go ahead and just open up in a word of prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we do thank you again for uh, just the, the privilege of being your children. Uh, to be able to uh, have your word, which we can read and, and uh, to enjoy and to personalize and to, to know who you are. Uh, and Lord, as we take a little bit uh, a deeper look into uh, your faithfulness uh, as is revealed to us in your word, uh, may it be an encouragement to each and every believer uh, that is listening this morning and may it just uh, change how we uh, live in this world. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, last Sunday we took a look at uh, the uh, part one of the attribute of the faithfulness of God uh, and some of the things just in uh, by way of review. Uh, that faithfulness is uh, being reliable, steadfast, and unwavering. Uh, and we know that as we consider this as one of many attributes we've taken a look at, uh, the fact is, is that this is something that God is. God is faithful. Uh, and as we uh, consider that in relation to a world in which we live, Uh, That finds uh, ourselves in many situations where people are unfaithful to us uh, and sometimes even we're unfaithful Uh, this might uh, Will be a a challenge uh, for each and every one of us to to love our God that much more because he is the God who never changes uh, And never changes in his faithfulness because it's something that he is Uh, and last time we took a look at some of the things in relation to the scope of God's faithfulness as we took a look at the fact that it is great that it's established in the heavens, that it defines everything that God does, that it surrounds him, that it's immeasurable, and the fact, as I just stated, that it does not change. Uh, And then we began in the last few moments of our time last week uh, together, looking at the faithfulness of God in action. Uh, Because as we think about this particular attribute, the very best way that we can understand faithfulness and see it in a a light that is pure uh, and, and different from what man does, uh, is to actually look at the Word of God and seeing how God actually uh, interacts uh, with us as the God who is faithful. And last time we took a look at of God keeping his covenants, uh, of God uh, as, uh, accomplishing all that he purposes, that he watches over our souls uh, as those who belong to him. Uh, and uh, we uh, finished there last time. And so uh, this morning I'd like to uh, pick it up, uh, actually, uh, in relation to uh, God's love and mercy never coming to an end uh, this takes us to a scripture we we looked at last time uh, in Lamentations chapter 3 verses 22 and 23 where it says the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness um, We to use this first to take a look at the scope uh, of God's faithfulness being great, uh, but this verse also or these two verses also speak uh, to the the fact that God's love and mercy never come to an end. So he is faithful in his love He is faithful in his mercies uh, And we know that they are new every day uh, that they never cease uh, And so that is a comfort to every believer to know that even when we do not honor God as we should that his love does not change for us that he is faithful in his love as the one who is love but also as the God who is faithful uh, and he extends that mercy to us each and every day realizing that uh, we are still uh, learning uh, to, to be holy as he is holy uh, as the Spirit uh, convicts us of sin and draws us closer to him and as he reveals uh, the power of, of God in us uh, uh, we can also take comfort in the fact that even when uh, we, we do err that God is still merciful and he is faithful to that. Uh, another uh, way in which we can see God's faithfulness in action is the fact that God will not allow you to be tempted above your ability, but will provide a way of escape. Uh, we find this in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, where it says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but will, with the temptation, provide a way of escape that you may be able to Uh, endure it and this is another comfort for believers as we consider the faithfulness of God is that we know we face temptation every single day of our lives without exception Uh, because we cannot live in this world a world that does not know God that does not honor God a world that is only about itself uh, and not honoring the one true God that there are going to be temptations uh, to think differently to act differently Uh, and so God knows this and it says in that verse that God is faithful who will not let you be tempted beyond your ability Uh, and so he is looking out for us as the God who is faithful and when he knows uh, we've reached that point uh, that we're ready to step over he will provide the way of escape that we may be able to endure it now that doesn't always mean that we take that way that God provides because sometimes we're stubborn, sometimes uh, we're hard-headed uh, and we don't realize that the God who is faithful is there right beside us uh, ready to uh, give us the ability to be overcomers, uh, but yet at the same time uh, waiting for us to choose to, to do so uh, with the way that he's provided. Another way in which God's faithfulness is shown in action is the fact that God guards us against the evil one. Second Thessalonians chapter three, verse three says, "'But the Lord is faithful. "'He will establish you and guard you against the evil one.'" So there's really two things here that uh, it speaks to in relation to God being faithful, is that he will establish you. So God is that sure foundation that we can find ourselves you know, building upon. Uh, and that as we're building upon that, God will continue to reinforce, he will continue to, to add in those um, things that are going to keep us strong so that we can bear up and stand up under all the, the attacks of this world, but in particular guarding us against the evil one, realizing that our, our enemy, uh, Satan, does not want us to, to know or to experience the God who is faithful. Instead, he, he wants uh, to draw a, a doubt into our mind as to whether or not God's going to be faithful, maybe because the circumstances are ones that we didn't count on uh, to, to not trust God, even in the difficult times, as well as in the times that are, are good. And so God guards us against the evil one as well. Well, the next thing in relation to God uh, showing forth his faithfulness and in, in, in acting towards us is that God keeps us until the end. And I picked three scriptures here because I think this is important for, for us as believers to, to, to know and to understand is that, uh, that God has us and he is going to keep us because he is the faithful God. That, that work in which he began, he will finish. Uh, the fact that he, uh, we belong to Jesus Christ uh, and, and have experienced eternal life, that he is going to keep us. Um, so let's take a look at, at actually three different scriptures. Uh, one is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 23 and 24. It says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Is there any doubt in those those words? If anything, there is a confidence that stems all the way from eternity that God is sovereign, that he is just, that he is the God who loves us, that showers us with mercy and grace. But he is the God who is faithful and who is going to keep us and he is going to continue that work of sanctification to to draw us to himself uh, through our whole spirit, our soul, our body. To keep us blameless because we are clothed in christ's righteousness and do so until the lord jesus christ comes back and so god does keep us until the end i already kind of quoted this verse uh, a few moments ago in philippians chapter 1 verse 6 where it says and i am sure of this again paul's sure language uh he is confident of this that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of jesus christ And why is he sure of this? Why is he sure that God will will, uh, finish the work that he began? It's because Paul knows that God is faithful. And finally, John John chapter 10, verses 27 through 29 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My God, who has given... uh, my Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one has the, uh, is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. So this doesn't actually use the word faithfulness, but we can see the faithfulness of God in this verse, that those who have been bought and paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ, those that are characterized as sheep, hear God's voice, and, and we know him, and we follow him. And what he does is he gives us eternal life, which of a God who is not faithful or is struggling with faithfulness himself, how can he promise eternal life? Or to promise that they will never perish? Or to promise that no one will snatch them out of my hand? Well, it's based on the fact that God has all power, he has all knowledge, he has uh, the sovereignty to accomplish all that uh, he begins. Uh, But the fact is, is that he is faithful to accomplish it. He doesn't make empty promises, God delivers and so god keeps us until the end three more uh, and again this is not the exhausted list but again this is the easiest way for us to see the faithfulness of god in our lives and to see our god who is faithful the next one comes out of first john 1 9 uh, where it says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so this is a verse that we know we've had memorized we quote Uh, But when it comes down to it, do we truly believe that when we come to God, even when we mess up, and when we we mess up royally, that he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins? Well, if we believe the one who is faithful, then we should believe that God will forgive those who confess their sin to him. Another thing is is that God answers prayer. Psalm 143.1 says, Hear my prayer, O Lord give ear to my plea for mercy. In your faithfulness, answer me in your righteousness. So here the psalmist is is you know proclaiming the fact that God answers our prayers. So our God who is faithful to answer, because God is not going to give a deaf ear to our pleas, he is going to hear the prayers of those who belong to him. And in his righteousness, he will answer, because he will do that which is right by, him as the the example to us as well and finally God remains faithful even when we do not this comes out of 2nd Timothy chapter 2 verses 11 through 13 where it says the saying is trustworthy for if we have died with him we will also live with him if we endure we will also reign with him if we deny him he also will deny us if we are faithless he remains faithful for he cannot deny himself. And this is probably, you know, if you want to call it the icing on the cake, the uh, the capstone, because here is the the difference between man's world and the God who is faithful, is that sometimes we are faithless. And see, the thing is, is because God is not affected by anything outside of Himself, that He doesn't need to improve on His faithfulness. He doesn't hold a grudge. Uh, when someone is not faithful to him. Uh, That does not mean that his justice does not come into play and that he will do right by his righteousness and his holiness. But it does mean that even when our faith is lacking, it does not change the God who is faithful. Why? Because he cannot deny himself, because God is faithful. So how can we learn to trust in God's faithfulness to us, I think that's a good question to ask, and I just like spend the last few moments uh, of our time together here considering some of these things. And I'm sure if I were to ask anybody, they would probably you know be able to spout off. Well, you know, uh, read God's word, pray, uh, and uh, go to church uh, might be the ones that you would immediately you know think about. But I'd like to to take and, and, and broaden that out a little bit, but also have us think about it in relation to the God who is faithful. Now, in order to trust someone, uh, or or to begin to to learn to trust, we do so in the character of that person by getting to know them, to know whether or not what they say is what they do, or to to take a look at uh, how they treat others to know how they're gonna treat uh, you or me. Uh, And so this is done by uh, spending time with that individual, and so I'd like to take a look at this in relation to how we can learn to trust God's faithfulness to us by how we do this in relation to spending time with him. Well, spend time reading, studying, memorizing, and uh, meditating upon the Word of God. It's God's Word. It is uh, timeless, it's true, it's living, it's active. It has the ability to instill in us, to show us what faithfulness really is from the god who is faithful spend time talking to him in prayer uh, realizing that that is communion with god as we've learned from the sermon on the mount and the more time that we spend praying with him the more time we spend communion with him communing with him the more we're going to see him in his faithfulness spend time reviewing his promises and personalizing them you're know, taking the word of god again to another level and, and looking at what god has promised And look how God's delivered, not only in the past and how he has delivered and and shown his faithfulness and keeping true to his word, uh, but but also in things yet to come. But take and personalize those. Make those promises your own uh, when it comes to to knowing who God is. Uh, Again, spend time remembering how God has acted in your life in the past and the fact that he has uh, and never will fail any one of us. Uh, so remember, take and, and, and look back and rehearse. And you can see this in the Bible often where even the psalmist would look back and remember that God is good. So we need to remember that God is faithful uh, and realize that because he does not change, that never changes about him. He will always be the God who is faithful. He will always be the God who is steadfast, reliable, and unwavering. Spend time confessing your sin, realizing that our sin can keep us from seeing the God who is faithful. Realizing that he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so we can experience in totality the God who is faithful. Spend time casting all your cares upon him. Uh, Instead of holding on to those things or holding on to those doubts, instead just give them over to the Lord, realizing that he is going to be faithful to take them from us, but he's also going to be faithful to give us something in place of that, something that pertains to who he is uh, as he removes those things that, that, that hinder our relationship with him and replace them with things that will be a blessing to us. Spend time tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. Uh, one of the best ways to do that is, is to, to see uh, how the Word of God applies to everyday life, to do exactly what we're doing right now and opening up the Word of God to see his faithfulness and how uh, not only uh, the scope of it that it's great that it's established in the heavens that it defines everything that God uh, does that it surrounds him that it's immeasurable that it never changes all those things will help us to understand and to trust the God who is faithful and finally spend time resting in his goodness sometimes we just need to, to stop and we just need to rest and we need to look to Lord and say you know God uh, I hear your voice. I know who you are. Help me to trust you, the God who is faithful. I'd like to close by reading uh, a great hymn uh, that we've sung from time to time. Uh, the words are, are true, and so I'd like to read them to you. It's the hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. It says, Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above. Join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love pardon for sin and a peace that endureth thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow blessings all mine with ten thousand beside great is thy faithfulness morning by morning new mercies i see all i have needed thy hand hath provided great is thy faithfulness lord unto me let's close in a word of prayer Gracious Heavenly Father, we do thank you that you are the one who is faithful, even when we are not. And Lord, I I trust that you will continue to show your faithfulness to us as we know you will, uh, but in a, a very tangible way so that we would not doubt, but that we would trust you wholly in the God who is faithful. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you, church family, and have a great Sunday.